the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. The confirmed death toll from Friday's devastating Indonesian earthquake and tsunami now tops 1,200, with hundreds seriously injured, many more trapped beneath debris on the island of Sulawesi. The BBC's Jonathan Head is there. Across this shattered town, the excavators pull at impossible mountains of rubble to clear blocked roads and find the many bodies that are still there. But there still isn't nearly enough heavy equipment here or enough security to deal with desperate and increasingly angry inhabitants. The magnitude 7.5 earthquake struck at dusk on Friday, generating a tsunami said to have been as high as almost 20 feet in some areas. On Wall Street this morning, stock futures are lower. Dow futures down about 105 points. NASDAQ futures off 38 points. This is SRN News. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play Wellness Radio Minneapolis. Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite Wellness Radio 1570 hosts and shows with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Coming up, it's Like It Matters Radio here on Wellness 1570. You can go to TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com, find our program guide page, lists and contact information for all the shows, plus podcasts available as well. From the Eagle Wellness Studios, mostly cloudy sky, 60 today. Could see some showers, 56 tonight, some showers, mostly cloudy, and 78 tomorrow. Minneapolis is the number one healthiest and most active city as ranked by Forbes. Where does the Twin Cities turn to for wellness tips and trends? Right here on Twin Cities Wellness Radio. With a plethora of different on-air hosts and experts that focus on all areas of health and wellness for all your active lifestyle needs. The Twin Cities moves and so do we. Tune in in your car, download the mobile app, or stream us live from your computer by visiting us online at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. For 30 years, healthcare insurers have had it wrong. We don't need to manage our healthcare. We need to manage the finance of our healthcare. Sustainable healthcare. What is it? How do we attain it? What changes are needed? What does it mean for doctors, healthcare insurers, pharmaceutical companies, and most importantly, you, the patient? If you like your doctor, can you really keep your doctor? Or can you change the system to keep them in practice? These and a host of other questions are addressed by Dr. Stephen Trobiani, MD, on his program, Sustainable Healthcare, on Twin Cities Wellness Radio, Saturdays at 2 p.m. Dr. Trobiani brings 30 years of medical practice and many years of uncovering problems in the healthcare industry, and he'll offer solutions on restructuring healthcare financing through free enterprise. Tune in Saturdays at 2 p.m. and hear Dr. Trobiani's insight into providing prescriptions to what ails the healthcare industry. That's Sustainable Healthcare, Saturdays, 2 p.m. on Wellness Radio 1570. 
Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-708-3091. 800-708-3091. That's 800-708-3091. In the small town of Elmira, New York, a boy was born into an all-American family. The odds of him achieving his dream in the fashion industry? One in 23 million. The odds of having a child diagnosed with autism? One in 68. I am Tommy Hilfiger, and my family is affected by autism. Learn more at autismspeaks.org signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. It's a great day to be alive. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio. Like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And it's good to be back in the studio. I've been uh, out of the studio for a little while, been in Sturgis, but it's good to be back home in the studio. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to talk about why so offended. You know, ladies and gentlemen, boy, we seem to be in a time where people are so easily offended. You know, it's so funny because I was in Sturgis last week on a mission trip and uh, getting ready for this, uh, got back on uh, um, Friday night and uh, getting ready to do this show today called Why So Offended. And uh, a guy from the ministry that I'd went on uh, called me up and uh, basically made some accusations. I caused someone, you know, some woman to walk out of her husband and, uh, I'm not following authority, and you know, oh my gosh, <laughs> here I am wanting to help somebody, and uh, God s- says, here's someone in need to see a need, uh, meet a need, and I'm wanting to give, help someone my gifts and talents, make no money, lose money, uh, but yet uh, it was uh, somehow translated that I'm out there just wanting to profit myself, uh, maybe even taking advantage of someone at a low point or uh, when they're vulnerable. Uh, stunning. And, you know, it just goes to show it is so easy to be offended today. And today we live in a time where it's okay to be offended. Uh, if you can justify hating the other person, the way we justify it is that they're, they're a hater. So if you can justify hating that other person, you can justify that that person is less than human. If you can justify that that person isn't a nice person, uh, then you can be offended by everything they say, everything they think. 
I've heard now so many code words for racism and so many code, code words for sexism. It's like, wow, uh, if you're looking for it, you'll find it. And so today, I thought we'd talk about why so offended. And uh, my wife, uh, Val, always finds these great things. And there's this uh, YouTube uh, comedian uh, called JP, and he has this piece called uh, Awaken with JP, and he has a piece called Why So Offended. Let's play a clip of that. I've been having life-changing results since I learned how to get offended. Now, when people don't see things the way that I see them, I just get offended, and it teaches them how not to see things from their point of view. I'm offended that you would think you have the right to post that to your Facebook account. People have every right to see things from their perspective, as long as their perspective is the same as my perspective. Here's a water for you. I don't drink out of plastic. Why would you not know that? People who don't get offended are insecure, take no self-responsibility, and have no sense of purpose in life. I pray for them. JP, I don't even know why you're offended. I'm offended that you don't know how you offended me. JP, I wanted to uh, thank you and show my gift of appreciation by giving you my book because I know you you need it, right? You're just assuming that I know how to read? You know, it's so true and so funny. Why so offended? You know, we can get offended by the simplest little things. And today, we're going to break it down. And not only am I going to talk about it, not only are we going to dig into how it happens, but I want you to know the saving grace is this. The last segment, we will actually go into two pieces, two things, the two processes, if you will, two mindsets, if you will, that will allow you to keep from being so offended because there are many different ways to look at a situation. What we must remember through the study of transactional analysis is that nobody responds to reality. What we do is respond to our map of reality. Remember, there's a stimulus and a response. And together, that is called a transaction. It's a study of communication with Dr. Eric Burns. Uh, transactional analysis is that, the study of communication. And one thing we got to realize is the mind thinks six times faster than we can talk. So if someone says something or does something, and then we go into our three channels. We go in the visual channel, we see something from our past. We go in the auditory channel, we say something or hear something from our past. Or, and... It could be and or. We go into our kinesthetic channel. We process some emotions, some experience, some physical feeling based on things from the past. And then based on that, we respond. And so nobody can technically make you feel bitter. Nobody can technically make you feel angry. What they do is they do something and then our narrative, our explanation. Because we really do not respond to what people are doing. What we respond to is our map of reality about what they're doing. The, the perfect example is this Amorosa lady. This Amorosa, you know, early on, you know, when nobody would work for the Trump administration or a Trump campaign. I mean, think about this. This guy, whether you like him or not, took a, you know, a ragtag band of people, people that nobody else wanted to, and created a, an entity that got him in the White House. I mean, whether you like the guy or not. I mean, from a leadership, from a team-building perspective, that's pretty funny. Pretty impressive, too. Uh, but this Amorosa, boy, people hated her when she liked Trump. Hated her. Didn't want anything to do with her. Called her names. Called her some really bad things. And now that she's on their side, now that she hates Trump, uh, now that she's doing all this stuff, now they love her. Now she's the darling. 
it's the same person. She's saying similar things, one leaning one way, now one leaning the other way. What's the difference? The difference is what people who are listening to her are telling themselves. Those that aren't listening to her now said, oh, she used to love him, now she hates him, blah, blah, blah. Those that didn't, you know what I'm saying? The same person. She's saying the same type of vitriolic things. Now people that use a mocker now think she's a gift from God. And people that used to think she was special because she was hanging out with him when to- people told her not to now think she's evil. You got to get this. That's why I love Emily Dickinson. Sometimes we got to keep it simple, soldier. It's not that complicated. And one thing I love about Emily Dickinson is she um, she usually has her poems titled after the first line of the poem. And this is title 372 called After Great Pain, a Formal Feeling Comes. After great pain, a formal feeling comes. The nerves sit ceremonious like tombs. The stiff heart questions, was it he that bore? And yesterday or centuries before? The feet mechanical go round a wooden way of ground or air or aught, regardless grown, a quartz contentment like a stone. This is the hour of lead. Remember if outlived, as freezing persons recollect the snow, first chill, then stupor, then the letting go. And that really is what it comes down to with those people that are easily offended. It's not letting things go. I mean, I told you when I, uh, when I was, uh, got a phone call from someone I went on this mission trip with, uh, ministry, and then I thought it was this great conversation. This person criticized me for something. Uh, I don't know how appropriate. I could see his point of view. But at first, it, I was very, quote, offended. I was offended because here is someone I wanted to help. But now it turned into someone I was taking advantage of. Here's something I did and I thought was God's leaning, God's calling. And now I was basically being accused of doing something improper. And so after at the very beginning wanting to be offended, as I listened more, even though I don't agree with it, it wasn't right, it was wrong, but I understood his concept, what he was talking about, about authority and following the right authority. And I understood how things could look that way. See, sometimes things have a perception. They really weren't that way, but they can be easily perceived that way. And that's what the offensive concept is, that we are so offended that we we look at things through our own eyes. And today, I'm going to go through a couple things that will help you to not get easily offended. And when you find yourself offended, some things that you can do, some data that you can collect that would take that offense off. Because one thing we want to do is we want to let things go as, as easy as possible. Because there are three R's of survival, and all three require that you continue to look in the past. And we live in a time that people are so easily offended. Why? Because people are keeping their pound of flesh. People are keeping their record wrong. And today on Like It Matters Radio, when we're posing the question, why so offended, I'm also going to give you solutions, opportunities, things that you can apply and that will allow you more understanding, more information, so you can be less easily offended. We'll be right back with Like It Matters Radio. I've been to training put on by I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar. 
but I've never walked away with a growth experience like I did with the Leadership Awakening. Are you stuck in a rut? Have you leveled life's undulating line and flatlined your hopes and dreams? The time is now to attend Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black. Not since my Ranger training in the U.S. Army have I been pushed to see and feel the abilities I have to live life to the fullest. During this three-day life boot camp, you will clean up your thinking and restart your heart, helping you have the passion and enthusiasm your life's been missing. My heart was spiritually mended. I'm excited about living my life like it matters. By far the best 46 hours I've ever spent. Graduates leave Leadership Awakening refocused with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives. Call now and commit to giving and getting more from life. 817-502-1554 or email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. So you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss. You've seen ads from the national chains. You've researched the alternative products that cost a fortune, but there seem to be no guarantees. So here's good news for you. This is Dennis Prager. Go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what their hair transplant specialists are doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free. Their doctors have given patients in Hollywood and worldwide a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. You'll see a more confident reflection of yourself. In fact, they guarantee your results in writing, and their prices are some of the best in the business, as low as $3 per graft. So stop searching and go to INeedMoreHair.com. You have nothing to lose. Call their office in Egan for your free consultation. I need morehair.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Get the permanent solution to your hair loss at I need morehair.com. If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix. Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day, he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog, click the follow button, and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life caddy work. One-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, we are talking about why so offended. You know, ladies and gentlemen, we live in a time that is so offensive. I've never seen a time where hate is so widely accepted, as long as you hate the right things. That's stunning. As long as you hate the right things, it seems to be okay to hate. And when was hating bad? Remember, we used to think that hating was bad. You know, hating this, hating that. I remember hearing uh, Jeff Sessions was in a, uh, went to a Mexican restaurant in Houston. And oh my gosh, 
the, the company, a small Mexican company, uh, put a picture of him serving the attorney general and got a picture, honored to serve the – and they got death threats. That Mexican restaurant got death threats. People attacked him. How dare you? Uh, just someone who's destroying the Hispanic population. How dare you? They got de- They had to close down their social media website. People got so, quote, offended. Why? Because no one responds to reality. What we respond to is a map of reality. Again, no one responds to what's really going on. Remember, we're talking about two types of communication. There's the intrapersonal, internal communication, and interpersonal, external communication. So there's always two types of communication. The internal communication, I'm sorry, interpersonal communication, is the way we communicate externally with another person. And when people take leadership training, when people take communication, when they study all that, usually that's what they work on, the way to communicate with someone else. If you do A, B, and C, and D, then E will take place. If you speak for five minutes about that person, something that interests them, if you, dot, 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 those are all techniques. I'm not saying there's not value for them. They're techniques. And we should spend time on that. I spend a lot of time. I teach a lot about that. But I always suggest that the most important form of communication is the intra, the way we talk to ourselves. It is because the way we talk to ourselves truly dictates the way we talk to somebody else. When someone's reading that the attorney general uh, had lunch at a restaurant or dinner at a restaurant, in their head, based on what they're saying in their head, That takes something that everybody can look at and say, oh, that's nice for that restaurant. Oh, that's cool to turn into something that can be bitter or monstrous or monstrous, you know, (laughs) if you think about it. It's just weird. But it has nothing to do with what's really going on. What has to do is, is the narrative. That's why I say to people all the time, it really doesn't matter what happens to us in life. What matters is the narrative, how we explain it to ourselves. And that's why I love this piece. It's a little bit long, but it's from John Piper. It's what Jesus demands of the world. Uh, And there's 50 things that John Piper said that Jesus demands of the world. Now, whether you believe in Jesus as God or not, Jesus is considered by most of the faith is a great man, a great teacher, a great rabbi. Whether you're talking about Muslim or you're talking about Jew, they all consider Jesus. Even people that don't like the God of the Bible like to quote Jesus. So this is from John Piper, Demand 28, Love Your Enemies. And it says, quote, in fact, we live in a time when emotional offense or woundedness often becomes a criterion for deciding if love has been shown. If a person can claim to have been hurt by what you said or did, it is assumed by many that you did not act in love. In other words, love is not defined by the quality of the act and its motives, but by the subjective response of others. In this way of relating, the wounded one has absolute authority. If he says you hurt him, then you cannot have acted lovingly. You are guilty, and Jesus will not allow this way of relating to go unchallenged. Love is not defined by the response of the loved. A person can be genuinely loved and feel hurt or offended or angered or retaliatory or numb without in any way diminishing the beauty and value of the act of love that hurt them. We know this most clearly from the death of Jesus, the greatest act of love ever performed. 
because the responses to it covered the range from affection in John 19:27 to fury in Matthew 27:41 through 52. That people were broken, wounded, angered, enraged, and cynical in response to Jesus' death did not alter the fact that what he did was a great act of love. He goes on to say, The truth is shown by the way Jesus lived his life. He loved in a way that was often not felt as love. Listen to this. No one I have ever known in person or in history was as blunt as Jesus in the way he dealt with people. Evidently, his love was so authentic it needed few cushions. It is owning to my living with God, he says, for 50 years that makes him so aware of how emotionally fragile and brittle we are today, Piper says. He says, quote, if Jesus were to speak to us the way he typically spoke in his own day, we would be continually offended and hurt. Makes me feel good, ladies and gentlemen, because I have a tendency to offend and hurt. I think I'm getting along with people. I think I'm doing great things. And then I hear from the leader of the ministry that people didn't like me, that people thought I was doing this, pushing this, and self-promoting. Like, wow, really? And so he goes on to say, quote, this is true of the way Jesus spoke to his disciples and the way he spoke to his adversaries. People were offended in his day as well. Do you know, his disciples asked him, that the Pharisees were offended when they heard this saying, Matthew fifteen twelve. His response to that information was brief and pointed. Quote, every plant that my heavenly father has not planted will be rooted up. Let them alone. They are blind guides. Notice how Jesus didn't feel bad like I feel bad. I feel terrible. I didn't want them to take it that way. How could they think I was being selfish? How could they? I was just helping. I saw a need. I met a need. I was just caring for someone that was hurting so bad. I didn't want them to hurt anymore. But yet, I feel bad. And Jesus didn't feel bad because, again, he knew what he was doing. So Piper goes on to say, quote, In other words, they are plants that do not produce the fruit of faith because God has not planted them. They don't see his behavior as love because they are blind, not because Jesus was unloving. These and dozens of other things he said to both friend and foe in ways that would rock us back on our emotional heels and make many of us retreat in self-pity. I love the way the church likes to attack people. No one's as spiritual as that person attacking everybody. And the point that Piper makes here, quote, is that the genuineness of an act of love is not determined by the subjective feelings of the one being loved. Jesus uses the word enemies. That would be offensive to some, especially since he goes on to unpack his point with words like, and if you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than others? He does not fret over the possible criticism that he's not being careful enough to distinguish real enemies from annoying brothers. Jesus seems to expect us to handle tough words like enemy mingled with tender family words like brother. It does not mean to say that love is oblivious to the words it uses or the effects they may have on others. Love does care about blessing the loved one. It desires to bring the loved one out of pain and sorrow and into a deeper experience of joy in God. And that is my purpose. That is what I intend to do for this person where I got attacked and criticized uh, because I was being selfish. Oh my gosh, not at all. Quote from John Piper, it desires to bring the loved one out of pain and sorrow and into a deeper experience of joy in God now and forever. But I'm stressing another side of the problem that seems unusually prevalent in our psychologized world. I am simply drawing attention to the fact that feeling unloved is not the same as being unloved. 
Jesus is modeling for us in his life the objectivity of love. It has real motives and real actions, and when they are loving, the response of the loved one does not change the fact. That's why I love going, when I played earlier, a clip from Awaken with JP, one of these U2 uh, sensations. So let's go ahead and play another clip of that. There's three easy steps to getting offended by anything. Step one, listen to what someone says and then selflessly make it all about you by taking it personally, even if it has nothing to do with you. I really want you to have a great life. You're assuming my life isn't good enough the way it is? How dare you? Step two, you want to create a large amount of tension inside your body. You really want to concentrate on bringing the tension to your stomach, your chest, and your face. How are you doing today, JP? I'm offended that you would have to ask. Step three, now project outrage onto the other person. This will make it seem like you're getting rid of the tension inside your body, but it actually drives it down deeper inside you. And because it stays there, it'll make it even easier for you to get offended next time. I love that. I love that. In order to be offended, it takes three things. And after the break, we're going to go in deep. Number one, to selfishly make it all about you. To selfishly make it all about me. The reason I offended this person is because the husband got upset. It became about the husband, not about the wife. Uh, I didn't go through his authority. He, she was worried. He was worried that she might be uh, uh, vulnerable, meaning somehow insinuated that I might be wanting to pick up on her or I might find affection for her. None of that's true. But number one, selfishly make it all about you. Number two, create a large amount of tension inside your body. This woman's husband, I mean, uh, called me uh, while he was on the bus after they left. So I don't think it's right that she should go to this train and all that. And never heard back. I text him. He never responded to me. And three days later, he's still bothered by it that he had to go tell on me to the head of the ministry, which is no big deal. I get his point. And then number three, project outrage onto the other person. So now I had to be told how wrong I was, how selfish I was, how I didn't do the right authority. Don't you see? And after the break, we're going to really break this down because this is the key. There are three ways to make ourselves so easily offended. And we're going to break those down. I'm going to use a real-life example, a real-life example. Because I got this story about a guy who did a small thing but had five different chances, five different chances, five opportunities to make different choices. And each time in between the stimulus and the response, he made a different choice. He chose to get more offended, to, to ratchet up. And now this guy who took one event and now it ruined his life for the rest of his life will ever be scarred by this one event. Why? Because instead of dealing something in the now moment, he got offended and he ran in the wrong direction and made it worse. So I am Mr. Black today. On Like It Matters Radio, we're asking the question, why so offended? Come back in three minutes because we are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry-related, and I mean, I'm, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows, and I've been encouraged, and I've been excited, and I've been given energy. Honestly, 
this did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could, because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned, and it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, October 25th through the 27th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening doesn't take applicants, only commitment. Here at the Kingdom Builders, relationships are more important than sales figures. We're not really interested in doing these commercials to pull you in with marketing. We're more interested in having an opportunity to reach out and establish a relationship with you. Matthew, my son-in-law, now works a lot in the office with me, and our goal is really to be great ambassadors for the Lord Jesus. We don't want to put our light under a bushel basket. Yeah, I've just really enjoyed talking with customers and seeing what their problems are and trying to fix those for them, trying to get peace of mind with the issues they're having with their home. We think the business part will come naturally if we have a good, solid relationship with you and establish a level of trust. We've just been immensely blessed with all the people that we've met in the past few years, and we look forward to growing our family of customers. We'd like the opportunity just to look at your roof, your gutters, whatever it might be, for a free and obviously no obligation estimate. Find us online at thekingdombuilders.net. Did you know approximately 980 Minnesotans will be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer this year? Only 88 will live to see the year 2022. These are not simply statistics. Every one of those diagnosed represents someone's mother, father, sister, brother, colleague, or friend. Pancreatic cancer is the world's toughest cancer with a five-year survival rate of just 9% in the U.S. The Pancreatic Cancer Action Network is determined to improve patient outcomes today and double survival by 2020. But we need your help. We are the only organization with a nationwide grassroots army inspiring over 1 million people to take action and accelerate progress in the fight to end pancreatic cancer. We must do more and demand urgent action to save lives. Find out how you can join the fight by visiting pancan.org. That's P-A-N-C-A-N dot org. Pancan.org. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And if you miss any of today's show, you need to listen to it again or I will be totally offended. No, it's just kidding. <laughs> today's show is called Why So Offended? And again, this is a show you should listen to probably weekly. We got to realize I met the enemy and he's living in my shorts. Uh, if other people said and did to us what we allow in our heads, we'd never tolerate. We got to control the narrative. We got to control our self-talk. 30 to 60,000. That's how many thoughts a day we have. What is how many thoughts we have a day? 30 to 60,000. And what we believe is those things we tell ourselves over and over and over. Most of those 30 to, 30 to 60,000 thoughts are unconscious and repetitious. You know, we're like a sponge. When life squeezes us, the only thing that can come out of us is what's in us. And that's why you got to be careful what you put in you. That's why I don't care who you vote for. I, I could care less. That's not a political show. But I do care what you listen to. 
the more hatred, the more bitterness, the more anxiety-ridden narrative that you listen to, the more agitated you're going to be, the more negative your self-talk's going to be, the more victimhood you're going to play, the more bitter you're going to become, and you're going to see things and hear things and experience things through that filter. I mean, we live in a time where it's okay, where we condemn everybody else's hatred, but we condone ours. As long as, you know, you, 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 the, the person voted for the right person, they can do whatever they want. But if they voted for the wrong person, they're scum. They don't deserve to live. You should harass them out at dinner. You should, you should burn down their house. You should kill their family. That's just ridiculous. That's crazy. And yet, as facetious as I'm being, some of that stuff, there are people that really believe that. That people should be cursed by who they voted for for the rest of their life. By People have no right to peace because they disagree with you. We've got to stop this insanity. That's why you need this radio show. It's a calling. It's a passion. If we're going to change this world, we've got to change our thinking. We've got to shut off some of the bitterness, some of the victimhood. We've got to please. I don't care who you vote for. I keep saying this. But you need to turn off CNN. You need to turn off MSNBC. You can read that stuff uh, on the Internet. You can go to all those negative articles, but man, some of you that lock on to CNN and MSNBC, that bitterness, that hatred, that vitriol over and over and over, it's automatically agitating you. It's playing in the background. It's playing at the gym. We got to stop that because we're like a sponge, and that's why you need to be on this radio show. We play this radio show Monday through Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, and then it replays from 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, depending on where you're listening. We're in a couple local markets. We're in the AM uh, 1570, Twin Cities Wellness Radio. We are live in Minneapolis, St. Paul, Monday through Friday, 9 to 10. Just go to AM 1570 on your radio dial or turn to TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com and you can live stream with us. We're in the beautiful city of St. Louis. I love being a part of the St. Louis Gospel Experience. Praise 95.1 FM and 1260 AM. And we play 7 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday there. And the best way to listen to us on iHeartRadio. If you go to iHeartRadio and you uh, query or search Wellness Radio, Wellness Radio 1570, Wellness Radio 1570 out of Minneapolis, you can listen to us anywhere in the world. Uh, Monday through Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time and replayed 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. I want to give a shout out to uh, Nivaldo. Uh, Nivaldo and our listening audience in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Kevin Chi. Kevin in China and those others listening in China. Love to hear our listeners from all over the world and in the great U.S. Today we're talking about why so offended. And by the way, you can also go to likeitmattersradio.com. And I had played before uh, a piece uh, from the uh, YouTube uh, uh, comedian JP. It says, Awaken with JP, why so offended? It's just a funny piece my wife shared with me. And she says that, the, and, and he was being tongue-in-cheek, but it's serious. He said, three things I had to learn to do to, to be so easily offended. He said, number one, selfishly make it all about you. Number two, create a large amount of tension inside your body. And number three, project outrage onto the other person. And if you pay attention, it's all around you. I go to this piece as exhibit one. Lay, I'm laying out a case for you, uh, ladies and gentlemen, laying out a case. Alaska Airlines responds to gay couple claiming fight, flight crews separate them so straight couple could sit. 
Quote, Alaska Airlines is investigating a claim that a gay couple was separated so a straight couple could sit together. David Cooley was flying from New York's JFK Airport to Los Angeles International Airport when he said an Alaska Airlines flight attendant gave preferential treatment to a straight couple. Quote, I have never been so discriminated against while traveling before, Cooley wrote on Twitter. After my traveling companion and I had been seated in our assigned seats for a while, we were approached by the flight attendant and my companion was asked to move from his premium seat to coach so a couple could sit together. I explained that we were a couple and wanted to sit together. He was given a choice to either give up the premium seat and move to coach or get off the plane. We could not bear the feeling of humiliation for an entire cross-country flight and left the plane. I cannot believe that an airline in this day and age would give a straight couple preferential treatment over a gay couple and go so far as to ask us to leave. Wow. Now, I've traveled with three kids before to Hawaii. Uh, I've traveled my wife and uh, kids. Uh, there's been many times where I had to sit separate from my wife. There's been many times I was traveling my t- uh, eight-year-old son that they sat us separate. I mean, on a regular basis. Regular basis. Don't you get it? In order to be offended, number one, we've got to selfishly make it all about you. Number two, create a large amount of tension inside your body. How does that happen? To think is to create. I just keep telling myself, remember, transactional analysis. Nobody likes me. Here it is again, again, being put down because I'm, I'm gay and the world won't accept gay people. The world thinks uh, heterosexuals are better. And all that. The body releases 63 known chemicals. Those chemicals make us feel. So number one, selfishly make it all about you. Number two, create a large amount of tension inside your body. And number three, project outrage onto the other person. Now, this guy has to go all over Twitter and trash him. They're being trashed. And Cooley said he and his partner managed to get a flight home on a Delta airline and advised other in the LGB community to avoid Alaska Airlines. So now he's got to project his outrage onto the world. Quote, we will never be flying Alaska Airlines or their recently purchased Virgin Airlines group ever Again, ever again, because of this, because they had to move. Ever again will he ever fly it, ever again. Thank you to Delta Airlines for getting us home safe. If you are an LGBT person, I don't think they have the cute should be there, please spend your travel dollars with an LGBT-friendly airline like Delta. Now, what happens when they're on a Delta and they get asked to move or the gates close? See this a lot of time with black people. Something happens to them. It's always because they're black. So what does a a person of of Caucasian skin, what is their reason for bad stuff happening? What do I say when a cop pulls me over and harasses me or uh, I think they're harassing me? What's my excuse? You see how we got to get off this? And, And the perfect example is this. This is how we take something simple and we make it big. This is how we take a mountain, a molehill, and we turn it into a mountain. Ready for this? Man accused of filling water cup with soda at fast food restaurant starts fight, gets tased, cop says. Now, this just shows you that no one responds to reality. What we do is respond to our map reality. I got this article. Uh, it was 8-12-18 from Fox News by Alexandra Diabler. It says a Montana man who was accused of filling his water cup with a soda at a fast food restaurant, has been arrested and charged with multiple misdemeanors and a felony. Now, you got to be asking yourself, how does someone who used a water cup and got a soda get tased and get arrested 
and charged with four misdemeanors and a felony because of a lot of poor choices. Because of someone choosing to easily offend. See, ladies and gentlemen, we have choices. Between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power and your freedom, Dr. Victor Frankl said. No one responds to reality. We, we stand in the gap. We have the space between stimulus and response. It's our power. It's our freedom. It's called the now moment. And there are consequences for what we do in the now moment. You got to get this. Let me tell you how this person made a series of poor choices over and over and over that wound up something that was no big deal. He could have walked away, uh, never welcomed back in that restaurant, and his life would have been no different. But instead now he's going to be a convicted felon. He was in jail. His entire life is altered. So it says the Missoula Police Public Information Officer, Travis Wells, says police were called to the scene on Thursday around 2.30 p.m. after Daniel Stein started a fight with a restaurant employee. The 48-year-old had allegedly tried to fill a water cup with soda at a restaurant and was confronted by an employee who told him he would have to pay for the soft drink. When confronted by an employee who informed him that he had to pay for the cup of soda, he refused and left out one of the entrances. The employee followed him and told him he was not welcome back. Then he turned and came back towards the employee to attack them and tried to kick that person before walking away again. Stein fled the restaurant when police arrived. Officers spotted him entering another restaurant nearby and followed him into the restroom when he began to hide. According to police officers, once authorities found Stein in the bathroom, the man began to resist arrest and officers shocked him with a stun gun. The officers were able to make entry to the bathroom. However, when they did and confronted the man, rather than comply with their instructions, he approached them in what appeared to be an aggressive manner. Welsh said, the officers attempted to take control of him physically, and that's when he began to resist and fight with the officers and had to be tased to comply to the officers' instructions. Stein was arrested and booked with four misdemeanors, including resisting arrest, criminal trespass, and disorderly conduct. He was also charged with felony robbery for the incident and is being held on an additional $50,000 worth of bond. I can show you five points, five chances where he could have totally changed his outcome. If he would have just responded differently, no one responds to reality. We respond to our map of reality. And after the break, I'm going to give you two ways that you can keep yourself from being easily offended on Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to St. Louis November 8th through the 10th. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. My name is Dr. Stephen Troviani, MD. My practice is North Star Neurological Clinic. If you've had pain that has not resolved with the treatment you've received, 
it may well be that the source of that pain is not being addressed. My job as a neurologist is to evaluate and determine as precisely as possible the cause. The way we go about resolving that pain is tailoring the treatment plan to that specific source. There are some conditions which uh, are amenable to physical therapy that we provide through my office. Some may require surgery, and we make those uh, referrals as well. But the point is, when we make those referrals, we make those referrals to people in whom I have great confidence. I can be reached at our office number, which is 763-416-1400. We can also be reached online through NorthstarPainCare.com. Again, NorthstarPainCare.com. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry-related, and I mean, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged, and I've been excited, and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could, because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned, and it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Richmond, Virginia, August 23rd through the 25th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. If you missed any of the show or want pieces from this show, maybe something I shared, maybe I have some questions, go ahead and email me at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. Mr. Black, M-R-B-L-A-C-K, at likeitmattersradio.com. Uh, and if you go to likeitmattersradio.com, you can listen to this message and about four or five months of archive messages as well. And please, if you do Facebook, please like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash L-I-M radio. And now iTunes carries us as well. So you can go to iTunes and you can subscribe uh, to Like It Matters Radio at the end of each radio program. Uh, there we will be. You will have my uh, radio show in podcast form. And remember three things, inspirational, educational, and applicational. I want to give you radio that radio that matters. Your time matters. Your life matters. Your your pain matters. And that's what we're talking about here. Why are we so easily offended? You know why? Because we all get wrapped up in our own pain. We all have pain. You know, Henry Wadsworth Longfellow put it this way, believe me, every man has a secret sorrow, which the world knows not. And oftentimes we call a man cold when he's only sad. You know, the, the great proverb out there says, pain creates a chasm for joy to fill up. We can take our pain and use it for people's good, or we can take our pain on autopilot and hurt other people. You know, C.S. Lewis put it this way, getting over a painful experience is much like crossing monkey bars. You have to let go at some point in order to move forward. And we got to let go. The similarities, we all have pain. We all been disappointed. We all want to matter. You know, we all want to be affirmed. We all want validation. If you don't know what I'm talking about, listen to a couple of shows I did called Validation Affirmation. 
Now, John MacArthur put it this way, you can exercise and sustain personal leadership only to the extent of your capacity to bear pain. If you can't bear your own pain, then you can't really lead. If you can respond to and bear only the pain of your family, then your family represents the full scope of your leadership potential. If, however, by God's grace you can recognize and bear the pain of those around you, then the breadth of your leadership potential is limited only by the scope of your burden and capacity. And for this last segment, I really want to go into the solution for what we're talking about, is how to keep ourselves from being so easily offended. I'm offended that you would wear that shirt. I'm actually a little offended by that. I'm offended that you're offended by that. Since I've learned how to get offended, I bring huge amounts of joy to everyone in my life. People feel like they're free to just be themselves when they're around me. I'm just happy I can make such a big difference in the world. I think she's a pretty attractive woman. I'm offended that you would think I'm attracted to women. Aren't you attracted to women? Yeah, but you have no right to just assume that. I'm offended that you don't have my new book yet. You know, I shared with that article in the last segment about man accused of filling water cup with soda at fast food restaurant, and then he winds up getting tased, gets four misdemeanor charges and one felony charges. And as I looked at this article, first of all, there was five different uh, chances to make different choices. You know, what we have here is if you look at a switchyard in a railroad station, my boy's into Thomas, you know, Thomas the train. And when you're going into a railroad station, you'll have this train coming in on a single track, and then there'll be a split. And if you go one way, left or right, and those switches, depending on where you go, dictates a lot. And when I look at this article, this guy had five different chances in the now moment, five different chances to have some freedom, five different chances to have his own power, and he gave it away. At the beginning, he had to decide that he was going to lie and go get a, use a, a water cup for soda. He knew that most likely, asking for a water cup, that he was just going to get a little soda. So he had to make that decision first when he went up to ask for a water cup. Secondly, when he got the water and then the, the, uh, the employee confronted him, it says when confronted by an employee who informed him that he had to pay for the cup of soda, he refused and left out one of the entrances. So now the guy refused and nope, I'm, he ran away. Instead of dealing with it, said, sorry, I'm, I apologize, whatever, I don't have money. He ran out the door, which was fine. The employee followed him and told him that he was not welcome back. He could have just left there and said, I'm sorry. He could have just kept walking. Instead, the guy turned and came back towards the employee and wanted to kick the person. So, again, the guy was offended that the employee followed him out there, said some things. Now he's causing basically attack the person. Now he's causing an altercation. So now they call the cops. And since that time, he fled the restaurant and went and hid into a restaurant nearby. And so again, now he's hiding. So now the police officers find him in there. Now he could have said, I'm so sorry, whatever. Instead, he now wants to resist arrest. So the officers wanted to make entry in the bathroom. And when they did, they confronted the man. Rather than comply with their instructions, he approached them in what appeared to be an aggressive manner. Again, what's different here is how this guy processed each time, remember, nobody responds to reality. We respond to our map of reality. There's a stimulus and there's a response because we speak six times faster than we can talk. 
And so we go to our own. So this guy in his head had to be telling him all kinds of terrible stuff. Oh, my gosh, I'm really messed up. Oh, my gosh, I can't do this. I can't believe they're treating me like that. It was just a glass of water. It was just a soda, whatever it was. But each time that stinking thinking, that negative self-talk led him to make poor choices, become resentful, become bitter, and then agitated. And the point now where he's the rest of his life is forever altered. So one thing I want to do before he goes, I want to give you some tools, some things to help you with. First of all, you need to understand that there are only three ways to look at any situation. Something I study in neuro-linguistic programming, NLP, is called perceptual positions. There's only three ways to see any situation. The first place is self, from our own eyes, from our own ego. The second place is other. That's actually to get out of your own skin and step into someone else's skin. To see it from their perspective, we call that empathy. And the third position, which a lot of us do after the fact, is called observer. It's called overview. It's kind of looking at the, the, the interaction from a videotape. And why does this matter? Because in order to truly understand another person, there's a saying I, I love. If I can understand you a little better and you can understand me a little better, doesn't it make sense we're in a position to have a better relationship? See, the one thing that can truly dissolve offense is understanding to understanding someone else's pain, to understanding someone else's disappointment, to understanding someone else's hurt, to understand someone else's broken marriage, to understand someone else being taken advantage of, even if you didn't do anything wrong, even if they snapped at you and you had the goodest and greatest intentions, to have understanding. And the only way to truly have understanding is to see something from someone else's perspective, to get out of yourself, to get off your ego. See, one thing about the perceptual positions, it gives you more data. When you can, we all naturally see things out of a first perspective, but we can put ourselves in second position to see things from another point of view, to see how someone might have been hurt or broken. I can see how this guy with his coffee. Now, again, this was a white guy that got tased and got all that. I mean, could you imagine again if this person was black? This person was black. Now, I thought it was, wow, how does someone go from getting a soda out of a cup that was was given to, for water to being tased uh, and to have five charges, one felony? And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, that seems to be overkill. And on the outside, it does. But then when you go through and break it down, with each chance that guy got a chance to do something different, he ratcheted up. And the guy has no excuse. I'm sure there'll be some excuse. He has mental disorder or something like that. I'm not downplaying that. But we all have mental disorders. We're all a little bit light in the head. We're all a little bit screwed up. And so you need to understand we got to get off our own way of looking at things. We got to be willing to step into another person's perspective. We got to be willing to take a look from an overview without the emotional involvement. And that's why one of my favorite things that we have is we have something when I do my coaching. I do one on one coaching. And a lot of times, what I'll do is I'll have people, as I'm coaching them, take some situations from their past where they were offended, where, they, where there was an event and a, 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 an outcome that was set up that the outcome that happened was totally off base, was not what they wanted. And so I have them go back through in retrospect to take that third position and go back through and reevaluate the situation. And I give them eight steps to do it. First of all, I have them consider their situation. It's called the thought and emotion record. And if you want one of these, it is a great piece for reprocessing and experience. 
You can take any experience from your past where maybe someone offended you or, or maybe you uh, got angry or bitter or shut down. And you went in there with the goodest intentions, the greatest of intentions, and then it blew up on you. Well, you can't change that event. But what you can do is you can learn from it. And that's one of the great things about the perceptual positions. Each one of these positions, first position, second position, and third position, give you data. And as a good general for a battlefield, the more of the battlefield you can see, the more data you have, the better the decisions you can make. And that's what works about these perceptual positions. And then I do have this eight-step process called Thought and Emotion Journal that if you want one of those, email me at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com and I can help you reframe any situation. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future and reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. This is America's Lifestyle Coach with today's Health Minute. Please visit us at OnCallRadio.com. Lynn in Huntsville, Alabama writes, Dr. Ace, I'm a proud parent of three school-aged children. What can I do to keep them healthy this cold and flu season? One thing you want to do is make sure everybody's taking plenty of vitamin D. They found that vitamin D is the number one vitamin that will keep viruses and bacteria out of the body and fight against that and keep the immune system strong. So get a little blood test. You can get that done with their pediatricians, and you want to make sure their blood value numbers are between about 40 and 60 on the blood test. Cod liver oil is really good for them to take. It'll keep omega-3 fats, vitamin A, and vitamin D all through the cold and flu season to keep them off gluten. Gluten is a protein found in most grains and the casein protein in milk. Get those together, and everybody should be healthy this cold and flu season. Hi, this is Scott Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, heard weekday mornings at 9 on Wellness Radio, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Twin Cities Wellness Radio. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.